Good morning, world. I'd like to welcome you into Studio Day Heffrey, where for the second straight day, I have woken, waking up, waked, woked. I have woked up before 5 a.m., and I have no idea why. So today I decided, well, let's generate some content, some Cowboys content. So let's hit you with a little daily dose of what's going on in Cowboys world. A lot of mailbag questions from you guys, which of course you can leave at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh in the comments. And I try to take care of you. You know, it's a, um, it's not the most content rich environment between OTAs and mini camps and training camp, but thanks to you humans, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about. And the first one is from Felix. He said, list one player who will be traded. And the first thing that I thought about there is, oh, here's a great opportunity to yell at everybody about a story from yesterday that Gavin Dawson brought up on the air, which was the idea of what are the circumstances where you will trade Michael Gallup? And I just wanted, this is just a public service announcement. It's pretty evergreen. You can listen to this whenever you'd like to, and it'll still hold true. Stop trying to trade Michael Gallup for crying out loud, please. Just... If you're a Cowboy fan, draw up the scenario. Uh, like, the Cowboys have a good year this year, right? They're competing. They're trying to win the division where they should probably be the favorite. And the goal is to win the Super Bowl. Under what scenario are you trying to trade Michael Gallup? To me, the only scenario where you're trying to trade Michael Gallup is he plays well, team plays awful, you're at the trade deadline and you're what week is the trade deadline now you're four games under 500 and he's playing great and you know you're not going to sign him to an extension then if you can get good value for him okay but other than that man can you stop trying to trade the reason you're going to be successful this team is going to ride or die with how well they throw the ball i mean running it'll be great and um, how good you are at defense could very well determine the difference between a nine or 10 win division winner and a team that's a real life, like Super Bowl aspiration team. But your bread and butter is going to be Dax slinging it, being protected by the offensive line to Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. Stop trying to trade one of them. What, like, what is the return that you are willing to take? to intentionally make the best part of your team worse while trying to win a Super Bowl. We got to stop trying to trade Michael Gallup. Let that man get his shine on. Let these three wide receivers be the reason that you win football games. Chill out with the Michael Gallup stuff. Thanks. From David Hellman, sweet, sweet man from DallasCowboys.com at HellmanDC on Twitter. He said, which player that you're currently excited about is most likely to have you saying, well, feel pretty dumb about that. By Halloween. Well, you see, I got my Randy freaking Gregory t-shirt on. Uh, It won't be Gregory. I'm not going to feel dumb about that. He's going to have a double-digit sack season, so I'm not worried about that one. All right, candidates that you're excited about right now that could have you feeling dumb at the end of October for feeling good about them. Leave those in the comments, too. I do have a couple of candidates. I got five candidates for you. Candidate number one, Tyron Smith. I'm partially buying into the thing that they do every year. Every team, every player does this every year where it is, um, well, I got to tell you, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. Best shape of my life. Every player, best shape of my life. Woo, can't wait because Tyron had surgery. 
And so now he's feeling great. Said he's going to play till the wheels fall off. And am I buying that Tyron Smith is about to go play somewhere between 15 and 17 games this year? Kind of. Part of that is just optimistic me, I guess. It's season hadn't started yet. I try to be realistic, but sometimes that optimism just creeps on you in the football offseason. So I think Tyron Smith is a candidate. Another guy to be that I'm excited about right now that might have me feeling dumb by Halloween. Keanu Neal. I'm really buying into the idea of a defensive coordinator coming in and bringing in his guy that uh, that he loves, that he thinks can really be a leader on the team. And I, I feel like Dan Quinn, Cowboys defensive coordinator, feels that way about Keanu Neal, which makes me think, oh, that dude's going to play a bunch. And I am super in on the idea of safeties playing linebacker, basically. Guys like Keanu Neal who aren't great coverage guys but can be sort of enforcer types. If you're an okay coverage safety, you're probably going to be a good coverage linebacker. And the game is so much more at the linebacker level now about covering ground, speed, coverage. The idea of Keanu Neal playing a decent amount of snaps, I dig it. So it could be Keanu Neal. could get let down there. Brent Urban, new defensive lineman. Really good run stopper over the last few years that I've kind of got myself like, yes, because we all know what the Cowboys have been against the run the last couple of years, and it's been atrocious. So having a defensive lineman come in, every time they go reasonably low-budget defensive lineman, hadn't worked out lately. But I'm thinking Brent Urban will. So that could have you feeling dumb. DeMonte KZ, Cowboys free safety. Could I feel dumb about being somewhat optimistic about him? Sure. He's coming off of an Achilles. And uh, the amount that he signed for says there wasn't really a market for him. So, like, there are warning flags of, like, wait, why are we optimistic that this guy's going to be starting free safety? He's going to be good, and he's going to suddenly be 2018 DeMonte KZ, where I believe he had, like, seven interceptions. But he's going to be starting free safety, and I feel like he's going to be okay. Could be let down by that. I'm going to throw one more at you. But I don't think I'm going to feel dumb about this one, so this one's actually just going to be one that I'm optimistic, and I want to share my optimism. Cowboys third-round pick Chauncey Golston, defensive end out of Iowa. I said on the radio yesterday that his college tape is kind of Tank Lawrence light, where if you're expecting a guy that looks like Von Miller and turns the corner like Von Miller and gets you 13 sacks, at any point in his career. I don't think Chauncey Golston's ever going to be that player. But if you are looking for a dude that plays pissed off and is really tough to move in the run game, can hold the edge, can push the pocket, plays with a high level of awareness, which helps him get to the ball and make plays at and behind the line of scrimmage, Chauncey Golston's a good player. Me likey. Me likey. Uh, let's see here. Next mailbag question. Carson, who's going to be better this year, Amari or CD? That is a great question. When CD got drafted, I predicted that at the beginning of year two, he would be the best receiver on the Cowboys. But that might have just been me getting excited about a young player that they drafted because he fell in their lap because I loved him as a prospect. I do think CD Lamb is going to be a star that will not be debatable at the end of this year. He'll have 1,200 yards, whatever, right? He'll have all the numbers for it. 
But I hesitate to crown guys over legitimate number one receivers who have proven it year in and year out. And Amari Cooper is a real-life number one receiver, so you got to respect that. At the end of the year, I think it's possible CeeDee Lamb outstats Amari Cooper. Maybe not in catches, but maybe in yards and maybe in touchdowns. So I think it could be debatable at the end of the year. But I'm not going to put the second-year guy over the actual number one receiver just yet. you got to chill out with that. Remember, some people thought Juju Smith-Schuster was better than Antonio Brown. And then Antonio Brown was gone. And what happened to Juju? It's tough when you're the number one. Amari has proven he is that. Cameron, tell me one reason I should wake up every morning until September 9th and say to myself, this is the year. Oh, yeah. Don't put that on me, Cameron. Talk to Vach about that. He's got him going 17-0. and 0. Uh, You should wake up and say this is the year, oh, yeah, because the year hasn't started yet. Nobody's been hurt yet. So, for the moment, you have Dak Prescott, you have an offensive line, you have those three receivers. So, wake up and go, oh, yeah. Hey, Dan Quinn and the special teams, all I need, be just below league average, and we're going to win 10, 11 games and have a chance at this thing. Be excited about your quarterback, your receivers, your offensive line. CA Sports, dude, any chance the defense can finish top 10 or 15 in the league? I think if we can do that, we have a real chance to make a run. 15th, it's going to be tough. They will be better than last year because they can't be worse. Last year's Cowboys defense, literally people didn't even know what they were doing and what their job was and where they were supposed to be. That's a problem, right? Top 10 to 15, I will say no because I think you are relying on an unproven and or not very good secondary, and that's tough. And in the front seven, you're going to be relying on a lot of young players, including some rookies. And so – I think this defense can be top 10, 15 in the league on defense next year, not this year. When you get the year two version of either Nashawn Wright or Kelvin Joseph, the year two of Oso Digizua, of Chauncey Golston, of Jabril Cox, of Micah Parsons, when you get all those guys going into their second year, I think you have a chance. But this year, that's a lot to put on the plate of a bunch of NFL rookies. Notorious Holmes. Who is the best player on the defense right now? Will they still be the best players by the end of the season? Best player on the defense is Tank Lawrence. He'll probably still be the best defensive player by the end of the year, yes. The guy who you would like to see threaten that title, Micah Parsons. Um, boy, if Randy Gregory made a run at that title because he was such an effective pass rusher, that would be great. Of course, then you got to get him signed long-term. If Trevon Diggs could make a run at that title, that would be awesome for the team. If Leighton Vander Esch could be healthy enough and play well enough to make a run at that title, that would be awesome. But it is, and it will be Tank Lawrence for this entire season. Johnny, has your opinion of the drafted rookies changed significantly since the draft? It's hard. I try not to put too much into OTAs and things that I don't see, but obviously I hear the positive reports about Nashawn Wright, and I hear the lack of positive reports about Kelvin Joseph. So heading towards training camp, some of my optimism of Kelvin Joseph kind of wears off, and I loved his college tape. His tape said first-round player. Uh, his off-the-field questions said, buyer beware. That's how you end up in the second round. So a guy who was, I don't want to say kicked off, but 
Yes, he, he had to leave the LSU program, and then at the end of the run in Kentucky, the way I understand it is the coaching staff wasn't too worried about it when he was considering opting out. They're like, okay. Um, so that one's lost a little bit of the luster, but I still believe in the talent, so hopefully we get to training camp and he starts balling out. Jeff, who's your favorite rookie you're rooting for this year? Uh, I'm going to tie this in with another question. Because this, from John, it feels like Jabril Cox is largely quiet so far. I know it's early, but have you heard anything? We haven't. I have not, but Jabril Cox is my probably my favorite rookie in this draft class, and there's lots of candidates. I really like Chauncey Golston. I really like Jabril Cox. Um, I love Kelvin Joseph on tape. Uh, Micah Parsons is fun. I like Odigizua. But my favorite rookie out of this class is going to be Jabril Cox because it's not often you have a fourth-round pick that you put in the call is going to be really, really good. I think linebacker Jabril Cox out of LSU and North Dakota State before that, he's going to make Pro Bowls. I believe that. I think if you're looking for a guy to bet on, especially at linebacker, look outside of the first-round picks and look for guys that in college were really good in coverage. Those are some of the guys that tend to turn in to the stud linebackers in the NFL. So – this year, it'll be really tough because of the depth chart, right? Last year's starters are Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander You brought in Dan Quinn's guy, Keanu Neal. Your first-round pick was Micah Parsons. So it's going to be tough for Jabril Cox to carve out a role. Hopefully, he can on some passing downs. But, again, 12 months from now, I'll be very excited because I think Jabril Cox will have grown into a role on this team where he's potentially a starter. And I think that is the sort of prospect who in college, he was not a good run defender. He was an awesome pass defender. Those are the sort of linebackers that fly under the radar in the draft and get picked a little bit too late and develop into ballers. So Jabril Cox would be my guy. Paul thoughts on Deshaun Wright so far. Can he be a solid player in the future? The future is hard to tell. We have no idea. I thought on tape he was drafted around early, but the early reports on Nishan Wright are really good. And the idea that he was an awful player from different media sources and that he shouldn't have been drafted or whatever, I disagree with that. His tape is better than that. He's a big dude. They can run. They can play a football in the air that is willing to be super physical, even though his frame wasn't really big enough to – make that physicality work. Uh, So I kind of viewed him as a day three developmental guy that shows promise, and they liked him a little bit more than that, but the early reports are good. So we shall see. Dak Prescott Brazil says, who is wide receiver for Cedric Wilson? And Blaine says, if you could trade Mike McCarthy for Lincoln Riley, would you? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, I would. Yes, I would. All right. Remember, you can leave in the comments, youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh, what you want to hear about tomorrow. And also, also, remember that you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everybody. I love you.